Good Monday morning. It's we're already digging into March. Heaven's sakes. We're down into March already, and real estate is on fire like never before. Welcome to Real Estate Daily. I'm your real estate guru, and today we are talking about can a seller cause a disadvantage by being home? Please tell me it's not true. Is that possible? Seller causes their own disadvantage by being home during the showing to a buyer? My goodness sakes, we're going to dig into this topic and find out what's going on. And we'll be taking a look at it right after this announcement. So, Ron, how can a cup of coffee improve my career in real estate? Well, one cup of coffee is how we start our mornings. And it's not a stranger in real estate. We have coffee with our clients all the time. Even bigger than that, we can sit down with one cup of coffee, talk about your goals, make your business bigger, and push you to heights that you can't even believe. That's right. And I'll tell you, working for Rod and I, you can be pushed because he's a workhorse. I love real estate, and I want to share my passion with building your career in real estate as soon as we can pour the next cup of coffee. So how about a cup of coffee with us? I look forward to having a cup of coffee with you and having a discussion of a career change as soon as possible. Thank you. The guru is back. Okay, we've got a lot to dig into this morning. Grab yourself a cup of coffee because it's going to be a rocky road this morning talking about the crazy showings we can have when our sellers are in the home. Slip, sip in my Black Rifle coffee this morning. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. The weather's getting nicer and it's amazing. Every home out there's got multiple offers. It's going crazy. All right. So we want to, we, we're in contract to sell someone's home because, you know, it's all about listings these days. You have to be listing or die. It, it's just kind of crazy. So you're busy listing and you got, you got buyers coming in and looking at the home and your sellers say, well, I'm, I think I should be home. I'm concerned for my furniture. I'm concerned for the cat. I'm concerned for who knows what it is. They're concerned. They want to be home. And you think to yourself, oh, no, this shouldn't happen. I'm told this shouldn't happen. But what can actually happen to disadvantage? Isn't it? Because I'll tell you something. The sellers believe that by being home, it's an advantage. They will absolutely believe this. I remember my own parents, they wanted to sell their home and they absolutely wanted to be there. And they spoke to every single person that came in and talked to them about the home and the advantages of the home and the disadvantages of the neighborhood and the everything that was going on. And you just, well, you can see I pulled all my hair out. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> because it becomes crazy information at that point. So should the seller leave is the big core question. Should the seller leave during showings? Because let's 
take this apart one piece at a time because there's a logical conclusion. I think most of you that have been in the business know where I'm going with this. There's a logical conclusion. The sellers will follow the buyer around the home. It's almost a stocking. They're busy stocking the, the, the buyer and they're following them around. And, the, and just when the buyer takes a peek into a room, they'll say, oh, that room is used for this. That room, I painted that room uh, nine years ago. I put that floor in three years ago. And they start giving the details of the home and, what, and what's happening with the home. But is that what you really want the experience of the buyer to be? Does the home look like it's been lived in? Is it obvious that it's been lived in? Or do you have someone there telling the story that it's been lived in? This, these are very different concepts. It's okay. One moment. The guru's phone is going off this morning. That's a little crazy. <laughs> okay, there we go. Sorry about that. Let's see here. <laughs> see if I can't get uh, things rearranged here momentarily. There we go. Okay. Sorry about that. Back, back. You know what? What's a Monday morning without a mishap happening? That's this is this is typical. So the homeowner is busy stalking them as they go around the house, and they're telling the story of the home. What you really want is for the buyer to go and experience the home and make up their own story in their head as to what that the dreams and the visions of living in the home their self. Not to mention the other things that can be happening when the homeowner is there. Because the homeowner, maybe they're a smoker. And of course, the home's going to smell like smoke if they're a smoker anyway. But they might be actively smoking in the home. They might be cooking something. And, you know, it's wonderful as an agent if you're given permission on an open house to have something like an apple pie cooking or chocolate chip cookies. And that wonderful smell that the majority of the population enjoys. But what if you have some other kind of food that's being cooked? Because the homeowner is absolutely bent and everybody loves their cooking. But it's not something that a lot of the population necessarily likes. Like maybe they're cooking their own sauerkraut up. Now, I am a kraut lover. I love that stuff. But a lot of people complain about the smell of cabbage and cooked cabbage. They don't care for it. And the vinegar that goes in it. And now to me, this is a, this is a wonderful product. So to your guru, that, that, that's good stuff. But I fully understand to a lot of the population, kraut is not a good smell. And home smells can make a difference. Home smells can mask what the, the experience of the home really is. So let, let's get a, li a little deeper in here as to what's going on. So the buyer, how does the buyer feel about being watched? 
None of us like that. That is not the goal. Nobody wants to feel like they're being watched. And I don't care what the seller says, that they're just going to be generally around. The buyer will think they are being watched if the homeowner is home. They're, they're wanting to experience a home to see if their family is going to fit into it. If it's going to work for them and their family. Not how it worked for the past family. And I don't care how long they've been there. It can be 40 years. So let's talk about, you know, TMI. Too much talking. Too much information. By the way, I would love it if you would like the show. I would love it if you'd take a moment and make a comment about your sellers and talking too much. Too much talking. It's the talking about the everything. You know, it's grandpa died in that room. How do you like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, grandpa was 98 years old and, and passed away in that room. Oh, our son was born in that room over there. And in that room over there, that, that's where all the puppies were born. That, 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 that's the whelping room. That is too much talking. That is, well, that is an interesting family story you and I both know as professionals. That's not the kind of stories that you want for the buyer. That's not it. Everybody understands in their head that every home has a story. Absolutely. But you don't have to hit people square between the eyes with the story particularly those kinds of stories, the kinds of stories that don't ever need to come up. Some stories just simply shouldn't be talked about. By the way, it's a Monday morning. Let's have a sip of our coffee. Okay. Love the coffee. Okay. Here's the problem with the owner talking. Not only are they giving away stories, and I'd love to hear from you in the comments, what kind of information have you just almost, almost melted when you found out that the owner gave away? The owner will give away their own position. The owner will give away their own position, their own negotiating position. As the broker, they've hired you as a professional. You are great. You're creating a career. You've studied how to negotiate. You know the elements of negotiation. You know what to do. And you're there and your, your owners won't leave. And a, and a qualified buyer walks in and your owner gives away position. So what does it mean to give away position? How about when they say, let's... To, to the buyer, let's make a deal. Just make it, make me an offer. We need to get out of this place. We, we, we need to go. We, that lady and I, we're not getting along anymore. We're getting a divorce, you know. Well, how do you like that? <laughs> Talk about giving away position. They just got done telling the buyer that they're getting a divorce. You know what that says to the buyer? I, you know, of course. You're, you're a professional along with me in this. You've seen it happen before. You're standing in the room, and the, and the owner says, 
well, you know, we're actually sleeping in different rooms because, you know, we're, we're, we're getting a divorce. To the buyer that says, I'm going to buy this thing down. We're going to offer less. We're getting a great deal on this thing. They want to get out of here. They're in a divorce. They can't even live in the same room anymore together. They are in the classic situation of giving up. Let's offer less. Great home. That is giving up position. You don't want to give up position. Now, let's just say they're not in in a divorce. What else can happen? Well, let's talk about the, the classic thing of the rumor mill. The rumor mill and the complaints of the neighbors. And somehow, and I never can figure out how it happens, but somehow the owner always wants to bring up the rumor mill of the neighborhood. And by the neighborhood, they mean their adjacent neighbors to the left or to the right or right down the street from them. And they want to talk about the rumor mill of what's going on with, you know, the Smiths down the street and how horrible they are. But, you know, they, they, they stay away from them, so it's okay. But I'm just telling you up front because you look like really good people. You're going to want to stay away from the Smiths down the street because they're doing some weird stuff down there. Or the neighborhood kids that are doing pranks and the the constant rumor mill that they want to talk about and the complaints about their neighbors. This is not smart conversation. My parents would have been classic to do this. They would have told everybody about everything they ever knew and ever conceived and ever thought about, about a neighbor. But that is not the kind of information that you want to be happening for your negotiation. Because that kind of information is weakening your position in negotiation. Number one, it's making it where the person may want to not even, they may have less desire now to even make an offer. And it's all due to information that didn't ever even need to be said. Because The current homeowner has relationships in the neighborhood. Of course, we get that. The new owner will have different relationships. And they carve out their own relationships. And it's not about what the current owner has in relationships. And they always want to talk about the violence or the death, the death in the home. Or, and, and as I mentioned, grandpa dying in one of the rooms or something crazy that's happening or happened in the past that has nothing to do with the current market favor of that home. I am here to help you build your business bigger than ever before. And if you're listing a house, one of the, one of the best things you can do is hand you and they, they don't want to go somewhere. Tell them, you know, I got you and your wife or, you, you know, you, the two of you, a $50 certificate to go out to eat, go to the beach, give them somewhere to go. If, if they're giving you any angst of not wanting to go, give them somewhere to go. Get them out of the home for showings and open houses. Have them move on. It's not 
a smart move to have them in the home. You don't want these kind of stories being told. They will not help the house being sold. Now, that doesn't mean that they don't have great information. Owners of homes have great information. They know when the roof was put on. They know when the carpets were installed. They know what style of carpet it was, whether it was Berber or whatever whatever it is. They know where they got the paint, what the paint color is. They know all the factual information. But that's not the information they want to talk about. It's never the information they want to talk about. They want to talk about all the other crazy information that should never, never come out. You know, it's the information of, you won't believe the size of the rat that we pulled out from under the house six years ago. It was huge. Nobody wants to hear about the size of the rat that you pulled out from under the house that could be under anybody's house. You had to call an exterminator in to get rid of the rat. Okay, that's fine. Maybe that shouldn't be talked about because that is something that happened in the past and it's not current. It's not an issue with the home. There's nothing happening with rats in the home now. It was done away with. You know, people don't want to hear that about a home they're thinking about bringing their family and raising a family in. They, people know what happens, but they don't want to hear that kind of information the first time they come and visit a home. By the way, take a second and hit that like button. I would love it if you'd hit, hit the like button and make a comment. Also, make a comment about upcoming shows that you would like to hear about. How can we better help your business grow? Our goal every day at Real Estate Daily and our courses and our coaching programs is to build your business bigger than you could have ever imagined it to be. We take a we take on one tiny issue every day like homeowners being in a home. That, that's today. What 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 could possibly go wrong with that? Every day we take on a tiny issue just to help you mentally prepare for building your business bigger than it ever could be. But let me tell you something else. And you got it in the link right down here our Kickstarter program in the banner, our Kickstarter program is all about building your business. Right now, it's all about leads. It's all about leads becoming listings. We all have lots of buyers. If I had enough inventory out there, I could probably sell 50 homes today. I've got the clients for it. You probably can as well. But right now, we are so short of inventory. We've got to get more listings. One, one exacting reason why we don't have enough listings is people are afraid in the market to list their house because there is not something for them to go and buy. And there's a way to deal with that. And we can coach you in that. We have a, a program called Kickstarter that you can go through. And oh, by the way, all of our programs our coaching, our Kickstarter program, our money-back guarantee. We stand behind our programs and our coaching 
a hundred percent. Jump in, give it a try, build your business bigger than what you ever thought it could have been. All right, let's get back to it. So other reasons that, you know, make the make it a problem of negotiation. The owner says to the buyer, we really need to move. We're sick of being here. We're tired of the house. We've been here a long time and we simply need to move. That is, again, not information that is great to have out there for negotiation. Because once the buyer begins to realize that the owner of the home has the feeling down in their gut that they really need to move, they're going to offer down for the house. It put now the owner, of course, they're gonna turn to you and say, Wow, we got an offer in. Good thing I was home. I'll bet it's those people that we got to talk to, and we told them that we really need to move and we'll and we'll help get them in this house. And and, and you're almost scratching your eyes out, thinking, Oh no, how can that be true? And sure enough, there's the offer sitting on the table. And the offer isn't what you had hoped. And now you're in a poor position of having to make a counter offer against information that isn't primed for you. The information isn't perfect out there for you anymore. There has been information leaked out and it wasn't necessarily the way the owner had intended it. When they said they got to get out of here, they didn't mean they're willing to give their home up cheap. They just they just want to move on to something better and they need every dollar out of this home. Have you ever met a homeowner that didn't need every dollar out of the home that they ever thought they could get? Of course not. These are our largest assets in life. And as our largest asset in life, we can't afford to leave dollars on the table. It takes years and years and years to pay for these homes. And they are worth a lot of money. And you're probably going to need the money at the next place that you go to. Whether it's a retirement home or you're moving, you're, you're trading up, or if you're, tra- you know, tra- you're downsizing and then you want some money to go and do your retirement with, Whatever it is, I've never met someone that said, I don't need the extra money. Let's, let, let's take less for the property and we'll just walk away. No, that, that is not the feeling of people. That's not how it works. All right, let's talk about the money on the table versus an early close. Unfortunately, there can be information leaked out by someone being home again in this category. They they might say, well, I can be out of here in 10 days. The reality is they probably need a little more time. The early close, you're thinking, wow, these people are able to close within within about uh, 20 days. But the reality is, they really weren't, a, a, they don't want to close within 20 days. They have other things to do. Having some technology problems this morning. <laughs> Let me see here. If I can't solve some of my problems. 
to go. I think that will solve our problems this morning. Okay. Let me get another sip of coffee this morning. Let's talk about the owner that's too helpful. You ever met someone that says they'll do everything? Oh, I'll fix that fence for you. Oh, you need something dug over there? I'll dig that up for you. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and repair that deck. Oh, you want that painted? I'll, tell me what color. I'll go ahead and make, make sure I, I, I do that. Oh, I'll clean out the gutters. It's the, oh, I'll do everything because I just want to sell my house. These are the, these ultimately become in to the buyer as promises. Now, they're not in writing. I get it. But they come in as a promise, a promise of performance. While the owner is saying, well, I don't really think I want to repair that fence. That's not the contract, is it? Well, watch it come back up in negotiations because the people said, well, when I was there, you said you'd repair that fence back there. Remember that? Well, we, it's not in the contract, though. The buyer, though, of course, can exit the deal because of it. I've seen people exit deals over a hundred dollars and i'm sitting there saying i'll give you the hundred dollars let's not be pound foolish here or what is it um ounce foolish and pound foolish there, there, there's a phrase that goes along with it this is a monday morning for sure your guru's gotta get gotta, gotta have another cup of coffee so they become too helpful they begin to promise to do everything. Now, this is where, let's pull this all back together. This is where you need to coach your people. You need to coach them that they're not going to be talking. In fact, you don't want them in the house for showings. And if they're going, because let's face it, some people can't leave. I had a client just last year that medically could not leave the home. Oh, he could sit in a chair easily and talk to people. He just wasn't able to leave. That's okay. We simply took time, sat down with him with a cup of coffee, and talked about that it's not wise to be offering things in this process because the buyer is paying close attention to what you're offering. And they're believing what you're offering is a promise. A promise to perform. And that will work against you in negotiations. Simply allow, simply say hello. Be nice. Allow the people to tour your home. Don't follow them around. Don't ask them what they thought of something in the back. You, you can answer a question, of course, if directed with one. Mostly people will leave you alone if you leave them alone. They are there to tour the home, be respectful, and, and then leave and talk to their realtor about it. And that keeps the negotiation clean, and you haven't given up position. What can go wrong? How can you cause your own, your own disadvantages? Well, it comes by sharing too much irrelevant information and you as the professional can stop that process you as the professional of course know 
And I believe strongly in your ability. And you need to be talking to your sellers about it. This is Real Estate Daily. I love talking these topics. I hope you're having a great cup of coffee this morning. I look forward to seeing, seeing all the likes that have been pushed today and the comments, of course. Jump over to the YouTube and hit the subscribe button. The subscribe button will make you part of the Guru Members Only events. And you will get all the notifications of our newest trainings, our free trainings, and our other trainings. And we have, of course, our Kickstarter course and our one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching programs. We'll be talking to you tomorrow.